All right, welcome to In the Huddle with Coach Muddle, this special Wednesday edition. I just, uh, I'm going to have Nevada Nick give us a call here shortly. Uh, and I just felt like I needed to get something out there because I am so upset with how disgraceful the New York football giants have been treating a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Two-time. I mean, he deserves better than, hey, we're benching you for the kid this week. Really? And to boot, the owner, he came out when he got benched the first time to talk, but hasn't come out now. Where are you? Where are you, Mr. Mara? Where are you? And oh, Dave Gettleman, too, he's too big and above the fan base to come and acknowledge the fact that you just kicked Eli in the backside to the curb. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. You know, and I just don't understand. You, t- you actions speak louder than words, okay? Actions speak louder than words. Your words said, we're behind, Eli. We're behind. We're, we want to win. We want to win. And all we hear is that their actions trading. Uh, oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Hey, hold on. I was in the middle oh, of my thing. Oh. I was just putting you on hold. But instead, all of a sudden, I hear the beeping of your car door interrupting my whole little monologue <laughs> and shit, man. All you guys, man, you should see my car. I look like Stevie Wonder through my car. Just thought you ran over because I got – because oh, that whole Eli thing burns me to it. I, dude, he, he, I know you're probably going to do – they should have got rid of him two years ago. You're a, you're a, you're a Giants fan, and you know you like two Super Bowls, so you got Eli, you know, tugs at your heartstrings. I think a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He sucks for years, and I mean, like, we, you know it too. When you get benched, look, for he Gino didn't. Smith, he doesn't. <laughs> he didn't suck for years. He had no pieces around him. Okay, in years. he don't go back okay. to junior. And Saquon Barkley last but, year. But he had no offensive line. He hasn't had an okay. offensive line since the Super Bowl. Since oh, the Super God. Bowl. Dude, they've oh. been a train wreck the Gino year Smith. after after Yo. the, se- after the season. Yo. All right, go ahead. If you were a quarterback and you got back for Geno Smith, wouldn't it be time to retire? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, that Gino was because the coach is an idiot. The coach is an uh, well, idiot. Let's get on this and we'll start recording. We record. I am recording it. I am recording. Uh, well, so we can't, we can't put this up. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I'll edit it. Who cares? We feel like two jerk offs. <laughs> so all right, I, no, I'll, well, um, I'll start it over. No, my point on the Eli Eli situation though is like I said, two, they should have got rid of him two years ago, and I, it's just a shame because ultimately, you know, there's the Hall of Fame question, which I think is questionable. He's a 500 quarterback who I think had two nice runs, which were mainly one on defense, in my opinion. Um, I don't think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, I think he played really high-level football at big times. But if you look at it, other than the two Super Bowl years, he doesn't have a playoff win. I mean, but in the grand scheme of things, though, he should have been gone two years ago, and they should have like tried to protect his legacy. Look, I mean, I don't right. understand. But 
here here's the thing. If you go back, they won that Super Bowl the following year, nine and seven. They missed the they missed the playoffs. Yeah, and their defense was good. And, I get it. But the Giants decided they needed to upgrade. We got to catch up with the Joneses and modernize right. our offense. They got rid of Kevin yeah. Gilbright. They brought in McAdoo, yeah. and it went right. to shit from there. Yeah, and they brought in the tackle soldier, right? And they brought him in from the Giants. I mean, from the Patriots. Correct. Well, that was the last year. I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm, that, I went back my, seven my years ago. Like. Honestly, I didn't understand it going into last year, but you know it too. Coming in this year is inexcusable. You drafted Daniel Jones. Right. I mean, I mean now I think Eli did it to himself a little bit because Eli was stubborn, and I think they wanted Eli basically just to retire, and he wouldn't do it. And then why'd you pay him? You I gave don't know. him a two-year I mean, extension. I Eli Manning. It's it's you know look at the Eagles. Eagles are going to love the Carson Wentz is going to be in Nick Foles' shadow for life. Until he wins the Super Bowl, because he won a Super Bowl, and Nick Foles, it's not like he's played eight, you know, ten seasons and was he just won a Super Bowl for us? I mean, it's it's I mean, that's, he won two Super Bowls, and and that can that'll buy you some uh, that'll buy you equity, Coach. You should know that. I I know it does, but you know what? Here's here's my thing. No one remembers Joe Montana playing for the Chiefs. No one remembers Joe uh, Joe Namath playing for the Rams. No one remembers those things, okay? They remember where they went and won. And that the problem now is you left the Eli here. You left him here to now all people remember is how crappy the world was in the last six seasons with him at the quarterback. I think it's affected I really think it's affected his legacy. I really do. Absolutely I, it has. I don't think you can because it, you're really gonna look at and you're gonna say after this, the, the Super Bowl in, what was it, 2011, he hasn't made the playoffs. Um, they've had a lot of bad years. and I mean, No, they did. The they lost to Green Bay uh, four years ago. They lost to, remember, the, oh, okay. the when, yeah, they, when right. Odell okay. took, but, but, he took the receivers to Miami uh, the week of the playoff oh, game. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. But still, he, only, he doesn't have a playoff win in, in, in any of the years except for the Super Bowl years. Yes. I mean, that's, that's telling. Hey, don't get me wrong, Eli played – Good, no, great football down the stretch, and and like they say, timely hitting in baseball. He played timely football. He, he really did. You can't ever take that away from him. But I think you would agree, Coach. Those were defensive teams that won those Super Bowls, and both times they played the Patriots, and it was a defensive game. Right, but you remember Eli had to have the drive. Both Super Bowls, he had, drive. He had to drive them down to win. On his helmet. That's I don't care, but he made the catch. It doesn't matter, and the Giants won, man. But but okay, but he is a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Okay, MVP. Yeah. He had to do yeah. something in those games. And granted, yes, the defense carried him. most championship teams. The defense carries you. Okay, you know, look, the old adage: defense wins championships, offense puts them in the seats. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and that was the case for the Giants. And I, I just, I, I'm, I'm appalled at the at the Maras how they've handled this. Uh, it, it's you know the the Giants are supposed to be one of those elite franchises. Yeah. You know they've been around, do things the right way. This isn't yeah. right. This isn't. This oh, isn't I right. Think, I think they're a mess all the way from the top, coach. Yeah. And if you look at it, Ben McAdoo, right. I, I honestly, personally, don't like. 
you know, the coach right now. You know, I'm not a big fan of his. Why? He came from you guys. He came from Philadelphia. He was one of Andy Reid's guys. He was one of Andy Reid's guys. I'll tell you this. A lot of Andy Reid guys, except for Harbaugh Harbaugh and Peterson, haven't really, you know, Mornwig wasn't great. Brad Childress had that one good year with Favre. Um, A lot of, you know, uh, Todd Bowles. Was it well? I mean, he wasn't really a read guy under like offense per se, defensively. But no, I mean, I don't know. I just yeah, but I the kid think, up in uh, Buffalo is the organization hasn't been run right. It's right. Just, they, they haven't known how to handle the Eli situation. I don't think they've handled the coaching situation good. They didn't handle the Tom Coughlin situation good. They didn't handle the Odell situation good, and it trickles down from the top. And that's why guys like Antonio Brown can go to New England. Because in Oakland, it was a sideshow. In New England, he falls in line. And as soon as he doesn't, the hoodie gets rid of him. Nobody messes with Belichick. I mean, it's crazy. Belichick almost has like a college thing going on there. I mean, I mean, part of it, I shouldn't say it's all Belichick because they have a great group of men that are leaders in there that, you know, you, you know, Coach, you need that leadership group on a team. If you don't have it, you're, you're, it's like the inmates running the asylum. Absolutely. It really is. Absolutely. Absolutely, I, I I totally agree with you, and that and that's the other thing because the Giants missed out on Belichick. The Giants let Belichick walk out the door. Yeah, they decide they decided that that uh, God, he was only there for one year. I I forget his name. Hanley Ray Hanley, Ray Hanley. He was and and it was a mess after from then on until Tom Coughlin came. So, you know that that's where 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 I'm at. I, I'm just. Very upset about it. I mean, you know, you drafted the guy six, but there's no defense. You, the Giants can't stop a freaking high school team right now. No, I, they I mean, can't. I mean, they're getting gashed. And, you know, yeah, they are. Jack Rabbit said it best. I, I can't cover anybody for 10 seconds. You know, I mean, yeah. you're, you're right because they ain't got nobody to get to the quarterback. And you try to sell us, Dave Gettleman tried to sell us a bag of goods that, that to keep Carter. Oh, he had five sacks last year. Well, yeah, because he had a legitimate pass rusher on the other side of him. Well, and not just that, they've got they've lost a lot of good talent. I mean, I know Landon Collins got a, lo- a lot of money. I probably wouldn't have given him that contract, but you lose Landon Collins. You lose Olivier Vernon. You know, they've lost some – Nice players over the last uh, Janoris Jenkins. Is he still? I think he's he left, still right? there. No, he's still there. Oh, he's still there. Jenkins okay, okay, but there. okay. Oh, sorry, sorry there, coach. That's all right. But um, but you don't. You but look, it's a passing league, and in order to yeah. fix your defense, you don't go draft a cornerback. You need a pass rusher. If you, can, I don't care who's back there covering. If you don't have anybody to get to the quarterback, you're in a lot of trouble. And right now the Giants yeah. are in a lot of trouble because you picked Daniel Jones, who would have been there at seventeen, and you had a pass rusher at six. Well, once again, you, you just said it. We talked about this earlier. I said that there's problems from the top up, and there's another thing. I just maybe you know, like I said, he might end up being a franchise quarterback, and he might be great. So then it'll they'll never question the pick. But still, it's just understanding your draft board and knowing that you probably could have moved back safely a like five or six slots and, and gotten some more draft capital and, and still drafted them. That's why, I mean, it's just bad, just team management. I mean, I, it doesn't make any sense, and that's what's kind of been going on with the Giants for a while here. And much like, like you see in the NFL, I think the NFL's got some issues to address. Uh, a lot of injuries going on. Uh, 
you know, Pittsburgh now, and that you know the NFL. You don't want to see two stars like Big Ben and Drew Brees go down. But, you know, the Eagles had to cancel practice today, Coach, because so many people are injured. I mean, and I'm going to the game Sunday. Oh, I mean, you know, I, you might you may see Nevada Nick on the field, not trying to sell guys to you know coerce them to shave points. Nevada Nick going to be coming out of retirement to play. I need a defensive tackle, baby. Nevada Nick. There you go. <laughs> but no, I mean, I don't know how you feel about that, but that's one thing that really, I don't think you know a coach. I'm, you know, I look. I didn't play college football. You did, so I, I'll, I'll, you know, leave that for you. But I know with with high school football which isn't even close to the level of playing with professionals. You're talking about the elite of the elite. Um, you need to get your, you know, those calluses and your, you know, the break your cleats in and just break your body in. And these guys aren't hitting anymore. And then, you know, you want to go play a 60-minute football game and you see it, go, go put a preseason game in, coach, and then go put the first week of the NFL in. And you see the level of intensity, how it skyrockets. Right. And just the, the level of play goes these guys aren't ready for it. They're not used to it. That's why you're seeing hamstrings and all these these injuries. It's it, it's you know and watch and the NFL is a copycat league. You know the Rams last year had a good year and you know nobody played in the preseason, so everybody took that now. And now watch. I guarantee you next year you're going to see more guys playing in the preseason. What's going on early this year? I, I think you got to. I mean, but granted, your two quarterback injuries were not from conditioning or something those were just a couple of freak you know no things, what? But, i agree with that but, but you know but, but i agree with what you're saying there's been a lot of injuries a lot of guys are you know with these uh you know uh, pulling a when you tweak a muscle when you're pulling a muscle that that's conditioning that's you know they're yeah. they're, they're not they're not stretching enough they're they're not in, their body's not in game shape yet i mean you look at the eagles they've lost now their line was deep. They've lost two defensive tackles for the year, it looks like. I mean, uh, they lost Malik Jackson week one and Jernigan. They said four to six weeks were a broken foot. Not when you're 300 pounds. <laughs> right. Um, and now they're admitting they're not given a timetable. They said it's a significant injury. So you know, they're kind of getting like hockey where you have upper body and lower body. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. But it's, uh, <clears throat> it's an interesting thing to check out because uh, – I think they something needs to be done. Because honestly, I don't think I don't I don't see. I think the football has been kind of sloppy the first couple of weeks, and they got to get rid of the Thursday game too. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. I just, that the Thursday game, I, I'm okay with it after Thanksgiving. But yeah, that's but you know, they, starting off the season if it's Thursday night, it just it, it just is stupid. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I liked I kind of like the Thursday college game. I'm not I'm not big on the the uh, Thursday NFL. Really not. Yeah, well, and if you look at it, too, think about these guys, especially if you're on the road. Like, I know the Eagles, after this week, go to Green Bay. You play a football game on Sunday. You, you Monday, you're off. Tuesday, you have practice. Wednesday, you're going to the stadium, to Green Bay. I mean, it's just too much. It's too much to ask, and that's why... I think you see a lot of blowouts on Thursday nights and a lot of sloppy play. Well, actually, actually, the 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 league schedule is the, the guys show up on Monday. Tuesday is the off day, and oh, okay. then Wednesday is the practice. And a lot of teams, you win on Sunday, you're off on Monday. So you, a lot of teams, don't come back till Wednesday. 
right. They're not. They're not. They're not practicing. Yeah, that's what everybody you says because they used to be the thing, Andy Reid thing. Everybody after a big one, you hear yep. "See you Wednesday." See yep. you Wednesday. See you Wednesday. Because that's... that would be the thing. You know, you got two days off. But obviously, if you have a game Thursday, coach, you're not going to be off Tuesday. Right. You're not. Uh, you, you, you're... And think about all the game plan that they're just jamming down your throat because every week's different. You know, every team's different. And basically, you have no installation of a game plan. I mean, you basically have Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday's travel. I mean, I guess you can do it or maybe a little bit of a walkthrough on Thursday. But still, that's not much preparation, game film. It's just and, – and, you know, where's the time in there to rehab your, your injuries right. or, you know, rest some of the, the, the things from – they got to figure something out. I agree. I agree. It's just too, it's just too short. Just too short of a uh, of a time, so you know I, I don't I don't know I don't know what the solution is, but I, I think that you know Sunday and Monday you own two days of the week, you know just leave it at that and yeah. you know I, well and I think they could improve too. I really don't like. I mean, I remember when I growing up, Monday night football was the thing, and now it's much more Sunday night football, and and you can tell that. You can't tell me that the NFL hasn't shaped it that way. Just look at the schedule. I mean, you can see with the games. Browns, Jets on a Monday night. Did you really think? No, I know the well, Browns are one of the it was because, teams this year. Well, it's the 100th year of the NFL. The mm-hmm. Jets and the Browns were the very first Monday night game. That's why they were oh, okay. Monday night. Just, well, but it's know. week two, Coach. It, it, but, it, <laughs> it, you know, but it was the very first Monday night. It should have been week one, but because it was opening weekend, they waited till week two so it could be the solo game because they always do okay. two games on well, Monday night. I mean, but, that's you know, great for the 100 years of the NFL. I want to see two good football but teams you, Yes, but you know what? Honestly, on paper, on paper, that was two good football teams. Come on, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, obviously Sam Darnold, you know, Kissing the wrong girl or something. I don't know what, what with mono. Yeah, so. I didn't know that, Coach. I didn't know that way called that the kissing disease. So yeah, yeah. So, Sam Donald needs to be careful. Yeah, he's got to watch those girls uh, down there in the city. You know. Uh, yeah. So someone didn't. Someone forgot to tell him. But uh, yeah, I know. I know you know, Coach, down there in Dewey <laughs> Beach, and you had mono what, three, four times. <laughs> yeah, you know, a couple times. That's gonna get edited out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave that in. I don't care. So. Uh, so yeah, and I I just think I just think it was bad. It it was just a bad weekend of football. Period. You know, yeah. not nothing jumped out jumped out at me. Yeah, it's tough. Just like with the Eagles, I just the thing, and I, I, I you'll agree as a player. I, when I would play a team and anybody, just as a fan too, you know, if I'm the Eagles and I'm playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, I want Tom Brady to play. I don't want them to be without Tom Brady because then it's an excuse. You want to play the team's best players, right. you know, and and that's what what kills me. Like you look at the the Pittsburgh game. I mean, they lose Big Ben. The Saints game, Saints Rams game, was one of the, the, the that was probably the best game on the slate Sunday. And Breeze goes out, and and they, and also like too, I, said, I had to watch Sunday Night Football with the Eagles, and I'm watching. And I go, "Where's Alshon Jeffrey?" And then I said, "Where's Deshaun Jackson?" And then then I see Josh McNown running, and I'm like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" Like, <laughs> it was it was. I mean, you know, when when I mean, it was a huge uh oh when Josh McNown ran in because you know it, you know all the people were all you know Wentz is you know hurt he, he can't he, all the you know the rumblings again but luckily he came back out but it's just I mean it, I, I'm worried for the Eagles because now the Eagles I mean you have Detroit at home but you're you, 
Deshaun Jackson's going to be out. Detroit's coming off a nice win at home against San Diego. They lose that game. They're one and two going into a Thursday night game at Green Bay, which is not an easy game. Green Bay looked pretty good. That defense looks much improved. Right. So I wish I could do our stand our, our picks again because I would change my much. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm looking good with the Saints not making a playoff, though. I did say the 49ers were going to be my surprise team, so that's looking good. But as for uh, Steelers, I should have listened to Kim from Baltimore and went with the Ravens. <laughs> they, see, there you go. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll hear from Kim from Baltimore and, and we'll remind you of that throughout the season. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got lucky when Big Ben got hurt. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, we'll, but we'll but we'll see. Uh, so let let me ask you. What, so, what? How did you do this weekend? This weekend, yeah, I what, did good. What, what uh, was your weekend? I, I went about I went five hundred this weekend. I, I, Saturday was cloudy for me, and I just started railing off games. I should have been more focused. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I went five hundred. Nevada Nick was off his game Saturday, but he'll return this Saturday, ready to. Pick winners and get back at form, but like I said, five hundred you don't lose any money, so everybody's happy. Still, I still haven't. I've had one losing week in the last, I think, ten weeks, eleven weeks. So right, um, and that was one and two. So you know we're still doing good, coach, and I'll be ready this Saturday. And, and I actually, you know, we're gonna, we're going to announce it here right now on the podcast that you are getting your own half hour. We're moving the sh- the in the huddle with Coach Muddle is go- going from eight to nine thirty now, and the whole nine to nine thirty half hour is devoted strictly to Nevada Nick. Well, you know, I told the, the higher ups in ESPN, you want Nevada Nick. He needs that extra half an hour of sleep. He's not coming on the nine. <laughs> I need a whole half an hour dedicated just to me and my winners. <laughs> and and you know, hey, like they say, money talks. And when you're winning right. like you do, you got That's the right. power. So you know, That's right, coach? That that so so we have that to look forward to this weekend. A whole thirty minutes of Nevada Nick and his picks, which so. I'll be able to go obviously a little bit more in depth with everybody. You know, last week I only had about you know a few minutes. I had to kind of speed through them. So I'll you know try to go a little bit more into why I'm picking each game and my feelings on everything, and then obviously. You know, we'll still talk some general football. Sounds great. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. That'll be uh, that'll be awesome. Starting this Saturday, uh, you can check it out on uh, ESPN Radio 102.1 FM, 9:30 AM here in Delaware, and of course, 9:30 ESPN.com. So, uh, and as always, CoachMuddle.com. You can check us out. Uh, always. Check out the show uh, from from that website, CoachMuddle.com. So, uh, Nevada Nick, man, we've gotten off the rails here. We, you know, we got into Eli and and all this craziness. Uh, but uh, so, tell me, do you, what, what was your what was your total uh, uh, take from this week? What about college? Because you you kind of stayed away from the college game. Yeah, well, uh, last there wasn't week. really many college games. Um, and then when you don't have many of those, the, the point spreads are very high. And, you know, with college, too, 
Um, I like to kind of sit back and watch a little bit, you know, um, see the teams because you don't know as much. You, graduating, you don't know who how the incoming freshmen are going to do. So I like to kind of see the team a little bit. But, yeah, there, plus, like I said, there was no real big games where I felt like I, I, I knew the teams good enough to, to make a wager. But uh, there's a couple of good games this weekend, so I'm sure I'll have one or two college picks for everybody. Well, what, what are you are you eyeing the Georgia-Notre Dame game? Yeah, I, uh, that's one of the games I am eyeing. It's a high point spread. It's 14 right now. But um, usually when you see something like that, a lot of people like the points, but tell that to the Miami Dolphins last week. <laughs> they were getting 18 <laughs> points and got shellacked 43 nothing. I'll tell you, that's the one thing I can't wait to see, Coach, is when uh, New England, well, Miami still has to go to New England this year. What's that point spread going to be? I mean, if I, 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 I wouldn't. I think it's going to be in the 30s. I really do. I mean, which would be unheard of in the NFL. I don't. I believe the highest point spread. It might even. I don't know what it was, but it's in the 20s because I know the Cowboys are 21 this week against Miami. Yeah. And after seeing New England just pretty much destroy them down in Miami, 43 nothing. I don't see how if you know it's, it's going to be later in the year. Uh, and in New England, I don't see how that's not going to be a 28, 29, 30 point spread. Uh, <laughs> and I think New England will probably end up covering again. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, the one guy that Miami had, they traded this week in Minka Fitzpatrick. But I mean, I actually like what Miami's doing. It's crazy, but they're just they're just blowing it up. And if you look at it, they have nine picks in the first or second round in the next two years. They got a hundred million in cap money. They're going to go after Tua or Lawrence and get him to be the QB. So you have a QB on his first year contract, on a rookie contract. They know Brady's going to retire in the next two to three years. So that's their window. So they're looking to be good in like probably three to four years. Brady will retire. AFC East will open up a little bit. And they're going to have all this cap money, all these draft picks. And I think they'll be, I mean, like I said, it's going to be a couple of years. They're going to be bad this year, next year. But by year three or four, you might, might, if they draft right and get the right people, and Dolphins may be a team to reckon with. And uh, but what 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 about um, the quarterback they traded for this year? You don't you don't he doesn't fit in. You don't think he Josh fits? Rosen, he's part. Yeah, Josh I mean, Rosen. I, he's not yeah, part of the I equation. Think they wanna, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, maybe I don't know. I really think that they're going to go after Tua or I'll tell you, I love Lawrence from Clemson, the lefty. I think, I mean, geez, as a freshman, true freshman, take your team to a national championship. He's just very – a lot of poise. He has a great arm, just seems to run that offense really well. Um, like I said, I, the left-handed quarterback's almost a – can you name one left-handed quarterback in the NFL, Coach? There are no more left-handed quarterbacks. The That's last I mean. one so was – It's almost uh, a hidden – it's a lost art. But the problem with that is, is there are not – Teams gonna pay a right tackle, left tackle money, and that's what you have to do, and that's the reason why you know Steve Young. The last one was the backup quarterback for the uh, Dallas Cowboys, I believe. He's still he's now their offense coordinator. Yeah, well, Callum Moore. Yes, he was the last left-handed quarterback in the in the NFL, and I I just don't think that's gonna be the biggest problem. Is who's gonna pay? A right tackle, left tackle money, because now his blindside switch is switched because he's left-handed, and that's that's right. that's that's your issue with with you're gonna if you're gonna gamble on that, that's what you're gonna have to do. 
So right. you know, some right tackle is gonna get gonna get the Brinks truck backed up to him. You know, right? Uh, but again, how how do you how do you say no to that? I mean, he looks so good, but again, does it translate to the next level? Right. So that that's that's the biggest that's the biggest issue is well yeah is, that's the unknown with college players but I I think I mean if you look at it he's I don't know I think he's going to be one of the the one of the highest QB prospects to come out in that Peyton Manning Andrew Luck uh, range I mean he's he's going to like I said he's already got a national championship under his belt in his freshman year um, you might be looking at a possible Heisman Trophy and another championship this year, and then he'll be coming back for a third year. So his resume is going to be pretty nice. And he's got you, – you know what they want. All those coaches, they love that 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six quarterback. He's got that. He's got the size. He's supposedly incredibly intelligent, which they all love the Wonderlicks for, especially with quarterbacks. So right. we'll see. But I think he's going to be a good prospect. I really do. I think he's going to – I think he's he's the future of the NFL. I really believe that. Well, the the plus for I think the Giants because they're going to have a top five pick again, and there's not a lot of pass rushers yet that have surfaced. There's there's a couple out there, but uh, I think the Giants might be able to move back and gain some draft capital and and still get a pass rusher. So, but. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks, so they they might not have the opportunity to uh, move back. So we'll yeah, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll so, see how how it goes. I mean, I think the Giants at least will beat Miami. You know, I mean, Miami's worse <laughs> well, than the Giants are. You're giving them one win, yes. and all that's going to do is end up taking them to the second pick instead of the first pick. <laughs> right. So you, you know, it's not doing them any good just because you beat Miami and. You know, as you know, Coach, that's nothing to write home about. <laughs> yeah, but at least you could say, hey, we won a game. We didn't go over. We didn't yeah. go over. Yeah, and the, you can say we beat possibly the the worst team in NFL history. That's a that's a real – that's something to stand a on. Win right, a win is a win. It's still you beat yeah. an NFL team. No, yeah. Okay. And maybe just just because some – right, Just coach. because American point. Heritage – for your one win against the Miami Dolphins. Listen, just because American Heritage down the street from Miami, which is a high school team, can beat them, beat the Dolphins, doesn't mean anything. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I hope I, – I can't wait to the Giants-Dolphins. I hope that's the one win the Dolphins have. <laughs> and the Giants go over – and you know, uh, you know I what just, bothers all me? All I'm going to do is call that next following Saturday and just put my phone to the ear and listen to you talk, Coach, because that's all I want to hear is your <laughs> rant after they lose to the Dolphins. And, and you know, I, honestly, that's the one game Dolphins fans have circled on their calendar. There's the game we have a chance against the Giants. <laughs> so that's where your Giants are at, Coach, just so you know. All right. <laughs> well, I'm mad that the Giants are, are at home for the Dolphins because – I, I would be normally it's mid-December. I'd be down in Florida, and I would be able to go at least watch the game because shoot, they'd probably be giving me tickets, paying me to go to that game. In yeah, Miami. I was thinking about the Eagles are going down there in December. I was thinking about going down, but it's like, oh, I'll just go down to Miami. What's the point to go see that game? You know, who wants to see the Eagles kill the Dolphins? I mean, not me. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, it's not. See anybody playing the Dolphins? Maybe the Giants. That'll be competitive, like you said. 
It's going to be the toilet bowl. That's what they should call it. <laughs> the battle for one win. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. you got to remember the Giants do have one of the, arguably the best back in the league. Okay? Everybody's got one good player, Coach. But yeah, but name a guy team. on the Dolphins. They, they traded all their good players. The Dolphins they traded. Good back, but they traded all their players. Name a guy on the Dolphins. Who's the running back for the running Dolphins? Backs. But but running backs have a short have a have a short shelf life, and do you see them being good in the next two to three years? So all they're going to do over the next two or three years is hand the ball up to him and watch him get killed, <laughs> and then in three years when he, you know it's time for it, for them to be good. Yeah, hopefully if they then I guess I think. Talent doesn't get wasted. Well, I, I'm afraid that that Barkley is, and I've said this before, that it's really a waste for him because you know he he is uh, because we are far away. I mean, I think the pieces, honestly, the pieces are there offensively, offensively. Because if you go back to last year, you look at there's a bunch of games where the Giants had the lead in the fourth quarter, the last two minutes of a game. And their defense couldn't stop. Couldn't stop. You know. Uh, you know they couldn't stop anything. So right. I mean, you know, uh, it just a. Uh, it will. So we'll see that how how can the, the defense I just, defense. I just want to know what the game plan is because now you're going to throw Daniel Jones out there, and it, what does he have to play with? And you know, coach, that's what would worry me early too. You know, you can damage a, a quarterback. But he's you know, got he, guys. E- Evan Ingram is a big, huge target. And when you bring nine guys in the box uh, to stop Barkley, he's I'm proven sure. it. He's proven it in in, in the la- last half of last season. right for his sake. It's just okay. I don't think he's got a lot to work with. All right. And then, well, Golden Tate will be back in two more games. Which I'm not really Maybe high on go Golden up there, Tate. Coach, and run the huddle, or run the model. I know. I, I, you know, I, I've I've asked them. They, you know, they've turned yeah. me down. But you know, I've told them yeah. they need they need help with the model because you know we got a few <laughs> high school ki- teams here in Delaware that uh, you know desperately need some uh, special teams help. They don't. They can't find a kicker. They, you know, so they need to run the model, and they just, uh, you know, just putting it out there, not mentioning any names. <laughs> so I'm just, you know. <laughs> But, uh, what, do you want to be a special teams coach? <laughs> that's yeah. Hey, that's why that's, I I am a special teams coach. I coach the model. Okay, that's what I do. That's All right. right. So. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Look what John Harbaugh turned that into. He was a great special teams coach. Yep. And now he's a Super Bowl winning head coach. Yep. So, and but not too many special teams guys become head coaches. No, they don't. And that's why he switched to defensive back for one year with the Eagles, and then the next year the Ravens hired him. But still, people don't understand, and I wish, and that was one thing, attention to detail, and that's why Bill Belichick's great. You can win or lose a game with special teams. You get a good, nice block punt or a nice punt return for a touchdown or whatever it may be. Special teams can be the difference in a game. I mean, look at the field goal in the Bears game. I mean, that was a huge play. I mean, special teams, like I said, and special teams might not have – the equivalent value to offense and defense, but it definitely has a value. And you can see for years, that's why they had great special teams. And, you know, when you're starting at the 
you know, 35-yard line or 34-yard line, and then the other team's starting point is at the 17, you're telling me that's not a big advantage? That's a huge advantage. And that's what special teams can do for you if you play it right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you also got to have a guy with some speed, too, to help you out quite a bit. Well, you know, you know, you're right. But like, think about Brian Mitchell. He wasn't exactly the fastest guy. He was just savvy. Brian Mitchell was a savvy special teams ace, special teams player. I loved him on the Eagles, and he was also a he was with the Giants, wasn't he? Too the and then Giants the Redskins and the Redskins. Well. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. So, uh, he's been through the gauntlet. He's been through so, the gauntlet. That's coach, right. Yeah, looking forward to Saturday, bringing some winners to the to the listeners and uh, putting some money in their pockets to make up for my 500 week last week. <laughs> you know, which. Like I said, 500, most people are just happy with going 500, not Nevada Nick. Not, it's, I don't want to break even. I'm in it to win it. You know what I mean? I like putting money in our listeners' pockets. So I'm coming back Saturday focused and ready to rock and roll. All right. Awesome. You heard it. Nevada Nick already. It was good stuff. Nick, I, I appreciate you calling in, and I'm not editing this. I, I'm throwing it all out there for everyone to listen. So I, I don't. Uh, I think it'll be uh, it'll be fun. It's good stuff. So and uh, well, to the listeners, it was nice talking to you guys. Cause I'm sure by Saturday we won't be on the radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> and but but I'm 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 really jacked up. I can't wait Saturday. A full thirty minute Nevada Nick portion of the show full 30 minutes just dedicated to nothing but uh but the sports book of nevada nick sounds good coach i'll talk to you at 9 a.m saturday all right buddy have a good one we'll talk See all right there you have it nevada nick joining me uh into as i was getting into my eli rant and you know you get to these Eagle fans, they, they, you know, they, they don't know what's vested up there in New York and all that Eli. They just, oh, he was terrible. What pieces did he have around him? The Giants failed him. Jerry Reese failed him. Gettleman failed him. The owner, Mara, John Mara, failed him. And this is what it comes down to. Eli Manning, a two-time Super Bowl MVP, is running a scout team. Unacceptable. All right, that about does it for me. Coach Muddle here from the Coach Muddle Studios. I will be back on Saturday morning, 8 to 9. Oh, I'm sorry. 8 to 9.30 Saturday morning. Nevada Nick, 9 to 9.30. The whole show, all all about him and his sports book. So join me live at 930ESPN.com, CoachMuddle.com. Uh, you know, just uh, type it in. Type in Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just uh, type it in. It pop, I pop up. Be part of the show. We look forward to hearing from you. And uh, we'll talk to you on uh, Saturday.